G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. As we look forward to a new year, we all have things in our lives that we'd like to, well, you know, turn around for the better. So what are the things that you'd like to see turn around for the better in this coming year? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and it's just fabulous to be back with you today as we take a look ahead at your 2023 from a different perspective. Here we are in this funny week in between Christmas and New Year, and I thought together we might look back on the year that's been and forward at the year ahead. It's a bit of a turning point, I guess, between what's been and what's going to be. Over the last couple of days, we've looked at the year in review, what's been. In particular, yesterday, we had a chat about dealing with the pain of regret. Today, I'd like to take one step further. We're going to look at turning things around. Just looking at your life here and now, where you're at, what in your life would you like to see turned around? Probably since calendars were first invented, people have been making New Year's resolutions. You know the ones. I'm going to lose some weight this year. I'm going to give up cigarettes and smoking. I'm going to achieve this. I'm going to work harder at that. I'm going to go to the gym every day. You know, because you've been there, I've been there, we've done that, we've got the (laughs) T-shirt... It's a natural thing to do in this funny little week between Christmas and New Year. A lot of people, whether they're in the Northern Hemisphere in a cold winter or in the Southern Hemisphere here in a warm summer, a lot of people have this week off and we like to look back at the things that have been and think, well, you know, it wasn't a bad year or it was a lousy year or I would have done this differently. And, and we also look forward. We, we dream, we hope, we plan. There's something, I don't know, wonderful about contemplating the next year and the new year. But it's also true that by and large, the resolutions that we make in this quiet Christmas New Year period, well, they normally don't last. By the end of January... Most New Year's resolutions have been broken at least a dozen times and what we do after we break them, because it's such an incredible sense of failure, I didn't even get to the end of the first month of the year, you know that feeling, we bury them. We don't want to actually even remember that we made them because it's such an embarrassment that we failed so early. Are you with me or am I the only one going out on a limb here? But as we look back on this last year, There are some good things that happen to us, and I guess there are some not-so-good, some bad things that happen. And you look at the bad things, some of those things are completely out of our control. But some of the bad things that happen to us are within my control. They're because we do silly things. And New Year's resolutions are generally about changing those things. If someone's overweight, the reason normally that they're overweight is because they eat too much and they don't exercise enough. And so a New Year's resolution is taking those things that are in our control, that are causing us grief or pain or just things we want to change, and making a resolution of short-term pain for future gain. Losing weight is about sacrificing in the short term, not eating the chocolates and, and the biscuits and the cakes and all of those sorts of things, right, so that 
we can fit into our clothes again and we can feel better and we're healthier and we have more energy. The formula of the New Year's resolution is the same every time. Short-term pain for future gain. It's about achieving something. And you know, when there are things that are in our control that are bearing bad fruit in our lives, like overeating, like drinking too much, like smoking, like being super critical, like gossiping, like the list, you know the list. We all know the list. We all have some of these things in our lives. On the one hand, we can look at them and be really depressed and think, I can't change that. On the other hand, we can look at them and say, there is an incredible opportunity that awaits me here to change my life for the better. Thomas Edison, I think, the man that invented the light bulb, said this. He said, opportunity is missed by most people because it's dressed in overalls and it looks like hard work. You love that? I love that saying. Opportunity is missed by most people because it's dressed in overalls and it just looks like hard work. When we want to turn something around in our lives, it requires effort and commitment as well as the decision. It's something that we need to stick with. And that's the reason that we fail. That's the reason it can be tough. I'm going to lose weight. And then the first time we get hungry in the afternoon, we go and reach for the chocolate bar or we go and reach for the piece of cake in the fridge. I'd like to talk about this whole turning things around with a twist. You know, something in our lives is heading on the down. And here we are at rock bottom. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's our behaviour. Maybe it's work. Maybe anything. And turning around is about heading it back up again. It's, it's about moving upwards. Maybe someone's spiritual satisfaction is at a low ebb. Maybe you believe in Jesus, but you think, well, you know, there's nothing really happening in my spiritual life. The twist in this whole turnaround thing is involving God. Strange as it may seem, God is in the turnaround business. And he actually uses some words. Jesus used some words about turning things around in our lives. When we've got stuff happening in our lives that we know is dumb, we know is stupid, we know we're making mistakes, that's called, in Jesus' parlance, sin. And it heads us on a downhill slide, and what happens when we have sin in our lives, dumb things that we're doing wrong, is that they bear bad fruit. Good trees bear good fruit. Bad trees bear bad fruit. I was listening to a man on television just last night. He was sitting there with his wife and they were talking about when he went off and had an affair with another woman. You know what he said? I knew it was wrong. I did it anyway. You don't need me to tell you what's wrong in your life. I don't need you to tell me what's wrong in my life. We actually kind of know. We don't need someone to beat us over the head. What we need is someone to help us out of the mire and up the slope again. What's the one thing in your life that you would like to turn around? The thing that's within your control. This isn't theological babble. This isn't some irrelevant, you know, sin, repent, victory thing. Okay, some of those terms are used by Christians and they're in the Bible. But if you bring them into the here and now, this is about real life blessing and transformation. This is about making life better. And here's the key to turning something around in my life. The key to seeing a turnaround in our lives is turning our lives around. One more time, the key to seeing a turnaround in our lives is turning our lives around. Yesterday we looked at something the Apostle Paul wrote a couple of thousand years ago, and he said grief and pain that leads us towards God is a good thing because it results in blessing and we don't have any regret. But if we let that same grief and pain take us away from God, 
we end up on the deathbed of regret. Whether you're someone who has never, ever had a relationship with Jesus, or whether you have been walking with him for years and years and years and years, doesn't matter where we are on that scale, this is a profound thing. Because our human condition is to turn our face away from God. And it's not until we turn our face around and we look Jesus in the eye that we experience turn around. Now, the theological term for that is repentance. It just means turning around. It means turning away from some of the stupid things that we do and turning and facing Jesus and saying, Listen, God, I need your help. Paul actually wrote in his letter to the Romans, chapter 2, verse 4, God's kindness is meant to lead us to that turnaround. That's what comes first. God's goodness, God's kindness. It is astounding how people allow things to go on and on and on in their lives. I know that in my life, when I made that big turnaround, when I turned around from facing away to facing at God, all the other things followed. All the other little turnarounds in all the other areas of my life. Wherever we are on that spiritual journey, He calls us to turn around and face Him and let Him own the little turnarounds in our life. The key to seeing turnaround in our lives is turning our lives around. I'd like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.